Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns of the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Tyson Miller Should Start on Thursday and ask me questions if I was confusing. I've hinted at it. I've included the idea in the podcast a couple times over the last couple days. Tyson Miller should start Thursday's Cubs game. There, I said it. I've seen enough John Lester starts to know one thing. I do not want the Cubs relying on him to be a starter in 2021. 2020 is fine. 2021, nah. Actually, his $10 million buyout is an entire podcast on its own. I won't even go there today. I'll go there later. We can go there and... October. But um, Tyson Miller should start Thursday. Particularly if the Cubs win tonight. So if the Cubs lose tonight, if Kyle Hendricks loses to Dutch Alban Holland, it's my fault. It's entirely my fault. And I'm saying it on Twitter. I'm going to hear it on Bleed Cubby Blue because I have an article along the lines of what I'm saying here coming out at 2 in the afternoon, barring something really bizarre happening. Tyson Miller should start Thursday. I had the idea to run an article along those lines tomorrow. Al said, interesting idea, but the game's early. So things are going to be tight as far as content. So I really don't have a whole lot of room tomorrow morning before the game because I have to close out last night's game and get the Thursday game ready. There just won't be room for an article like that. So my article was written completely, entirely, 100% with the assumption that the Cubs win tonight. If the Cubs lose tonight, I wasn't even going to submit the article. But Al kind of liked the idea. He had a couple of questions. They were valid questions. But he kind of liked the idea, and he's running it this afternoon at 2 in the afternoon. Tyson Miller should start tomorrow. Are any of you NFL fans? Yeah, I see a couple of hands raised. Okay, NFL fan. I used to have my NFL period. I used to have my NBA period. Now I'm in my MLB period. I'm like one of those uh, um, French impressionistic painters who has like seven different stanzas of his career. But um, back in my football days, I used to remember watching NFL films. NFL films, whether you like football or not, They are really well put together. They put the music together with the video and they do a really nice job. And one of the videos that they had on 
NFL films back whenever, and it just stuck. And as I started working on the Tyson Miller Should Start Tomorrow article, I remembered it. There will be some times where a team has a really tough game, really emotional game. You know, you can tell the players did all the things they had to do. And the coach says, see on Tuesday. See on Tuesday. You have Monday off. You have earned a day off. You've earned something. Be proud of it. If the Cubs win well, getting back to that, it's not entirely accurate to see on Tuesday because injured players and who isn't injured in the NFL, you got to come in, you got to get your treatment, you got to have your uh, MRI for any players who might have gotten dinged up, and you have the Whirlpool treatment, and maybe have somebody come in and run film on the other team and start doing prep work like that. And so they. Teams would probably come into the facility. Players would come into the facility and see the coaches. But as far as putting on the helmet and pads and doing anything physically strenuous, no, 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 no. You guys earned a day off. To an extent, if the Cubs win on Wednesday night, David Ross, I say, you guys have done so well in this series. We're going to give Alec Mills the first part of the night off. We're going to call up Tyson Miller, and he's going to start tonight or tomorrow afternoon. Tyson Miller's going to get a start on Thursday, and we're going to see if Tyson Miller is the t- start to see if Tyson Miller is the type of person, type of pitcher that we want to consider as possibly a fifth starter next year. Maybe he's more of a first or second guy in Iowa who should, you know, have that be, be available to call get called up as needed. Um, Tom Ricketts isn't going to spend nine figures on a starting pitcher this offseason. Not if he's firing coaches and staff and all. No, 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 he's not doing that. He's, um, whether you want him to or not, he's still not cutting into his uh, nest egg. He's not going to do that. If he's not getting money from fans, if he's not getting scads and scads of reorders of season tickets and jerseys and all that kind of stuff, he's not buying He's not buying free agent players. He's not doing that. He's not high-end guys. As such, with John Lester gone, with Jose Quintana probably gone, with Tyson Chat, Tyler Chatwood almost certainly gone, the Cubs have a few spots that need to be assessed. Send Tyson Miller out against the Pirates. If the Cubs win the first two games of the series, realistically, that's all you can expect in a three-game series in Major League Baseball. I can't, if somebody said, well, somebody's commenting, the Cubs really ought to sweep this series in Pittsburgh. I responded, that's a bit like assessing your six-year-old as a likely 32 SAT candidate. Before a series starts, it's way too early to start talking about sweeps. In fact, me talking about the Cubs winning tonight is way too early. But as it worked, the timing for the article, it worked better at 2 in the afternoon than it worked at 10 o'clock at night or it worked at 8 in the morning. 
I'm trusting that the readers can understand. Ideally, it was a different setup, time-wise, than presented itself. But the idea doesn't change. Tyson Miller ought to start on Thursday. What's the worst that can realistically happen? What's the worst that can realistically happen if Tyson Miller starts on Thursday against the Pirates? Oh my goodness! So he he could he could like give up three runs over four and a third innings, and the team would lose, and that would plunge the team. At... Got to go out. He's going to pitch. He pitched adequately against the Cardinals. Gave up a couple of runs in two innings, but. It's not like sending out Tyson Miller is a beacon saying that the Cubs are clearly going to give up seven runs in the first inning and 14 in the second and 93 in the third and everybody's... uh, He's a pitcher. He might be a guy the team might use next year. He's not a whole lot different from Admiral Zalei and you know Ed Brazzle is going to start against the Cardinals. Tyson Miller's not quite there, but it would be very useful for fans, for the media, for the players, for other teams, for general managers to get a better idea of who is this Tyson Miller guy? Is he somebody that might be useful in the future? Let him play against the Pirates. What are the Pirates going to do? You know, if they end up winning a game, oh my goodness. And and Alec Mills had to come in out of the bullpen and pitch three innings of relief. Well, he's going to start anyway. What difference does it make if he's pitching three innings in relief or five or six innings as a starter? Really, what difference does it make? The elimination number for the Pirates is in single digits. The elimination number for the Reds very soon will be in... Oh, correction. The elimination elimination number for the Pirates is not in single... It's in the teens. Very soon, the Reds' elimination n- number in regards to the Cubs will be in the teens. The Cubs are not in danger of something horrible happening. And if Tyson Miller goes out and gets rocked, you bring in the bullpen. It's not a huge problem. Alec Mills is perfectly capable of pitching as many innings in relief as he was as a starter. Miller is a starter. That's where you look at him. I I appreciate you guys listening. It's fun looking at the numbers and seeing how briefly ago I put out a podcast and all of a sudden the numbers are already climbing up. And I hope that some of you are finding some of these of interest and possibly have a couple in mind that you might want to forward on to a friend. It'd be fun. Um, Heck, maybe even this one. Sponsorships are permitted by Anchor. So if you want to sponsor the program, uh, 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 the podcast, that's permitted. But mainly, I really appreciate you guys listening in. 
and considering sharing it with other people. So Al, when I submitted, was in the process of submitting the article, he came up with two very, very, very good questions. One of them I've kind of already gotten into. What's the roster move you're going to make? Because you can't just willy-nilly send Alec Mills to the 25-man roster. You have to send somebody back, and only certain players can go back, and you, you know how it works. And I'm completely with you on the premise of minding the roster. But David Ross gave me a hint last night. I liked my idea before, but as soon as Ross said what he said after the game, it made my idea for Thursday, having Tyson Miller as the starter, all that much more easy, all that much more logical, all that much more reasonable. A number of people were questioning why did the pitchers come in last night on Tuesday at the times that they did. It just seemed like something was amiss, and why didn't you bring in this other guy at that one point? As the game concluded, in post-game remarks, David Ross said, there were a couple of pitchers who had, he, he, he either said or implied, I'm not looking at it, it was certainly an implication, and it might have been a flat-out statement, could have been either, both of them work, at some point you read an implication as a statement, whether it was or not. The Cubs had a couple of pitchers last night who weren't good to go. Whatever the reasoning, they weren't good to go. And with a day off on Monday, it wasn't an innings limit concern. It wasn't a case of Dwayne Underwood pitched five innings on Sunday, so he wasn't ready to go on Tuesday. It wasn't that. Dwayne Underwood didn't pitch. Ryan Tapera didn't pitch. Craig Kimbrell didn't pitch. Three guys didn't pitch. The way David Ross phrased his statement, at least one of those players probably has something mildly wrong with them. Again, at least one of Ryan Tapera, Dwayne Underwood, or Craig Kimbrell has something at least slightly physically wrong with them short term. Otherwise, David Ross would have handled the bullpen differently and he wouldn't have said what he said post-game about pitcher injuries in the bullpen affecting how the bullpen was used. So, you pick them. Who has something wrong with them? I, I, I'm really not too concerned about which guy it is. I want them all to be healthy, and if a pitcher isn't good to go, when you have a, what, three-game lead in the division and um, the bottom is falling out of Pittsburgh and Milwaukee and Cincinnati, don't rush anybody back. Take, take all the time you need. So let's say, for example, Dwayne Underwood, not good to go. Not good to go. Doesn't get used tonight. I'm saying Underwood, you could substitute Ryan Tapera. I would imagine Kyle Hendricks will pro will very possibly go six or seven innings, limiting the need for excessive bullpen use tonight. 
Just my guess. And if Kyle Hendricks is on his game, he might go eight or nine. So if Kyle Hendricks goes eight or nine, very limited bullpen usage. Maybe they use Osich again in the ninth. Maybe whatever. Hendricks is in charge. Cubs win five to one. Not a problem. So Cubs win. They've already won two of three in a road series. That is spectacular. That is what you crave when you're on a road trip. Whichever guy doesn't get used out of the bullpen and has a little bit of a sore quad or a bit of a um, finger blister issue or maybe his uh, right index finger is sore for I, I don't know what it is but for whatever reason one of the pitchers isn't right whichever guy it is he didn't if it gets to a point where whoever it is didn't pitch on Wednesday okay the three guys didn't pitch on Tuesday okay there was no game on Monday okay very possibly, I haven't looked at the box score, but whoever it is might not have pitched on Sunday either. Teams can backdate injury list stints up to four days. They did that with Chris Bryant. So let's use Dwayne Underwood for an example. Put Dwayne Underwood on the 10-day disabled list with a sore quad, or whatever it is, backdate it four days, now he's missing six days. Dwayne Underwood is effectively missing the Cardinals series. If he's injured, I don't want him pitching against the Cardinals anyway. Ryan Tapera, if he's injured, I don't want him pitching against the Cardinals anyway. Craig Kimbrell, if there's a certifiable injury, I don't want him pitching against the Cardinals anyway. Call up Tyson Miller. You have an entire bullpen for the entire day. If Miller has a short start, which is possible with anyone, then you bring in whoever to get through the inning. You bring in Alec Mills. Have him pitch five innings of relief. You know, it used to be teams would have guys come in, pitch five innings of relief. If nothing else, use Tyson Miller as a... As a as an opener, like they do down in Tampa. But bring it, bring him up, let him pitch. The person who gets sent down is presumably not good to go anyway. He hasn't been the last four days. Send him, uh, sit the player down, call up Tyson Miller, get a look at the future. What is he? Is he worth a 40-man roster spot in the offseason? Should he be considered as a possible fifth starter next year? Maybe, 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 maybe he's uh, the top, the, the number one or the number two guy in Iowa next year. So whenever somebody needs a break, goes on Tyson Miller. Hey, he's learned something from a road start in Pittsburgh. He's actually gotten used to this. And by the way, he got paid. That's not a bad thing either. So Al asked me, why, how would you, you know, what, what roster move would you make? You'd call up Miller for a day. The next day, 
You wouldn't be able to call up the guy you just put on the injured list. He's done for until the end of the Cardinals series. So you send down Tyson Miller and call up who you want. Jason Adam? You want Justin Steele? Heck, maybe you want to call up Matt Dermody. Take a look at him. Make a Take a look at Cody Allen. Maybe he's looking really sharp in his recent South Bend outings. Call up somebody. On the 40 man, off the 40 man, whoever mo- makes the most logical sense, whoever will help the team win a game against the Cardinals, bring them up. Give them a look. I'd be completely good with calling up Justin Steele for the Cardinals series and gang him into a game. See what he is. Let everybody else see who he is. See if he, you know, maybe he goes an inning, gives up two runs. Maybe he goes five outs and gets everybody out. You don't know until you see. There's really not a whole lot of downside in the Cubs losing a baseball game right now. Baseball fans like to resort to NFL mentality of Every game is a must win, especially in a signal. No, it's not. The Cubs lost a really brutal game recently. Guess what? They responded. They've won games since. They have a game tonight. Maybe they'll win it. Maybe they won't. But if they win it, they should definitely have Tyson Miller start Thursday. They'll learn something. They'll assess their future. And if everything goes completely haywire, you bring in Alec Mills in relief because he was supposed to start anyway. The second question was Al asked was, why not start Alec Mills? There's really no necessity to, because this is how we usually do it, that's how we're going to do it now. The Tampa Bay Rays have gotten saves in a very short season, mind you, in a very short season. I have like nine or ten guys already. But how do they have nine or ten guys who are closers? Well, they don't have nine or ten guys who are closers. They have a bunch of guys who are relief pitchers. And if it's their turn to go and throw 96 or 98 or whatever it is they're throwing, they send them out. It's not a... It's not a... Players have barcodes, and the barcodes get translated, and the translation determines whether... You send them out. Can you get people out? Can you get people out? If a reliever can get people out in the ninth inning, he's useful. I don't care if he's a closer or not. If Tyson Miller can pitch into the fourth inning on Thursday, let's say he goes three and a third innings and makes... 60 pitches. Three and a third, 60 pitches. 60 pitches, Rossi comes out. Hey, Tyson, great job. Give me the ball. Three and a third, 60 pitches. I really don't care if he gave up five runs, seven runs, two runs, or no runs. Somebody learned something. If you're watching the game, paying attention, you learned something. David Ross, watching from the dugout, learned something. Wilson Contreras or Victor Caratini, catching him, learned something. 
Sometimes baseball isn't about must maximize likelihood of winning every game. That's how you get back into the only start nine guys mentality, which is absurd. Absolutely absurd. You have a 40-man roster. You might as well get it right on is Tyson Miller worthy of a 40-man roster spot this offseason? I think he probably is. But if he goes out there and gets absolutely shelled and has absolutely no command, no control, then, well, you get to think, hmm, maybe this guy isn't the answer to stick in Iowa. Or more likely, it might be just a fluke. At some point, the younger players are going to be relied upon more. Adver Alzale deserves starts down the stretch. Tyson Miller deserves looks down the stretch, and he's generally considered a starting pitcher, so I'd be completely good with Tyson Miller getting at least three starts in September because you know what? It's not going to matter that much how far he goes in those three starts. If the Cubs do their job, they're going to win whether Tyson Miller's the starting pitcher on Thursday or not. If the Cubs don't hit, if they feel like crap, if they run to the wrong base, if they get themselves picked off, they'll lose. Not because Tyson Miller started, but because they played like garbage. Give Tyson Miller a look. Add to the information base. Let everyone else know Tyson Miller's a thing and he's going to be a thing. A start in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not an amazingly good offensive team this year. The Cubs could possibly get five innings out of Miller against Pittsburgh. Now all of a sudden you're, hey, wait a minute. Where's this guy been hiding forever? In AAA at the alternate training site. If you bring players up from the alternate training site and use them, you learn things. Sometimes what you learn is, I really don't want to see this guy pitch much more. Sometimes what you learn is, oh, this guy's got some skills. I'd be more interested in a Tyson Miller start than an Alec Mills start anyway. We basically know who Alec Mills is. He will get plenty of innings between now and September. And in the offseason, the Cubs will probably decide he's probably either going to be the fourth or the fifth starter in 2021. At some point, the Cubs may have a good enough rotation so that a pitcher like Alec Mills would be considered a long reliever, a middle reliever, middle leverage reliever, Something along those lines. But the Cubs don't have that pitching yet. And Tom Ricketts isn't going to go out and buy Trevor Bauer and, and, and. He's not going to. He's firing coaches because of finances. Tyson Miller starting on Thursday is a very low risk gamble. He's a pitcher. He knows how to pitch. He's pitched against the Cardinals. He probably won't crap the bed. And if he does, Alec Mills will be able to come in, 
take up some innings, and save the bullpen. There really isn't a huge concern. Start at, start Tyson Miller on Thursday, on Friday. Send him back down. Call up Jason Adam. Call up Justin Steele. Call up whoever it is. And roll with the Cardinals series. And if, 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 if Tyson Miller does a good enough job so Alec Mills isn't needed for anything more than maybe an inning, Tyson Mill or Alec Mills can be used as a reliever against the Cardinals. As much fussing as there is about the Cubs bullpen, wouldn't it be nice if somebody steps up, takes a couple innings, and allows Alec Mills to be a reliever in September against the Cardinals in games that matter? Wouldn't that be useful? Seems good to me. I like thinking outside of the box. When people say the only five people that should be starting games as pitchers are the five people that are the starting pitchers. In- Why? Mills, deserve- he's earned a look. He started once before. He didn't do horribly. Let him try again. It's Pittsburgh. What's the worst thing that can happen? I hope the Cubs down the stretch can dial back the the innings for pitchers like Alec Mills and John Lester, though for different reasons. Lester's, Lester's done after this year anyway. Mills will be considered into the future. And in both instances, it's nice to dial back the innings a bit because what matters in about two weeks, what matters is getting ready for September, getting ready for October. And if on the second, on the third day of September, the Cubs can send out a pitcher who, hey, what the heck, let's see what this guy's got. That's a step in the right direction. That's the kind of thing that a winning team can do. Say, you know what? This game here today isn't essential. Let's send out a kid and see if the rest of our team can help us win the game. That's what a winning team does. If it's every game is supposed to be a white knuckler and you have to maximize it, you're not going to beat the Dodgers anyway. You're not going to beat the Padres anyway. You're not going to beat the Rays. You're probably not going to beat the Astros. You're, you're, you're just not. If the Cubs have to white knuckle every single game, they're not good enough to win it anyway. Once in a while, let the other guy play. Rules are set up in baseball so that the Cubs can send out Tyson Miller to start a game. Then the next day, send him back down and bring someone else up. And if they get roughed up a bit, then you send someone else down. And then, 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 if somebody does get injured, someone actually does go on the injured list, about that time, you call up one of the people, one of the players who's on the injured list and is now suddenly healthy again. You use the guys in the minors to fill in the empty spaces. You use Justin Steele in a game when you're up 7-1 to one, or you're down 7-1. to one. Same with Jason Adams. 
is with the guys who you're not familiar with, use them in one-sided games. Use relievers who you're not familiar with in low leverage spots, no leverage spots. But when you have a pitcher like Tyson Miller who may be able to be useful, let him try. Let him show you what, what he is. Let him show you if he's potentially valuable in the future or not. And, by the way, if the Cubs do lose on Wednesday night, it is entirely my fault. For the same reason, it's entirely the announcer's fault when they announce, well, this guy has a no-hitter going, and the next hitter knocks a single. It's entirely the announcer's fault. It has nothing to do with anything else. If Kyle Hendricks has a clunker of an outing tonight, it's because I talked Al into running an article talking about how the Cubs might win a game. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast out soon. I hope you enjoy that one, and I hope it's worth your time to stop by again soon. Be safe. Go Cubs go. Call up Tyson Miller. And be nice to people.